Hey, babe. Hi. How are you? Alive. Good. I'm glad that you're alive. I'm sure the people of the internet are glad that you're alive. Hello, internet. And with that being said, we're back, baby. It is another episode of Start the Beat with uh, today's guest, Stacy. That was a terrible intro. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't. Stacy. I don't care. It's Stacy. She's back. And for those of you who have checked out our last couple of episodes, thank you. Uh, we've gotten some positive feedback from yeah. a lot of friends regarding the episodes. I think it's nice to know that people don't hate us. You know what I'm saying? You understand? Okay. Well, anyways, today we're going to talk not about other people hating us, but do we subconsciously hate ourselves? I know. Yikes. Deep. Ow. I know. Oof. This might get heavy. Oof. But between you and me, I'm getting a little heavy. I'm scared. So I had mentioned during one of the, I think the past two episodes, we brought up a TV show that we watched. Mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. a show a featuring Jonathan Van Ness of yes. Queer Eye fame, amongst other things. Uh, Jonathan, they have a show on Netflix right now called Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. And for those of you that haven't seen it, it's a lot of fun. It's just a very kind, heartwarming human being mm -hmm. kind of going like documentary style fish out of water. I don't know really anything about what we're going to get into, but I want to learn. And it was a lot of fun. It's like six or seven episodes. Some of them are real silly. Some of them are like kind of heavy, but overall it's a fun series. So I do recommend it, but I want to talk about one episode in particular today. And there is an episode of getting curious with Jonathan Van Ness on Netflix. We are not sponsored by the way. It is the, let me see, it is one, two, three. It is the fourth episode. And this episode is titled, Why Do I Love Snacks So Much? And in this episode, Jonathan talks about his love and pretty transparently struggle with food that is not necessarily good for you, but in one way or another, you are addicted to. And towards the tail end of the last episode, we were joking about doing an episode about drugs or doing oh. drugs on the podcast. And I was like, well, what if we did an episode um, about drugs that we're addicted to that aren't drugs? And it made me think a lot about this okay. episode of getting curious because we had even mentioned this, you know, offhandedly a couple times after watching it that I think that episode made the both of us feel some sort of way, even <laughs> though it was like a fun episode. It does touch on some heavy things and it did kind of hit close to home, you know, because I don't know exactly what was happening when me and Stacy were watching this episode, but I guarantee you a can of Pringles. <laughs> <I do. were> <laughs> <laughs> Tell, enlighten, remind, uh, what, what we were, were we? We were sip, sipping some things and crunching on some salty crunchies and maybe some cookies or something were involved and we both were just kind of like, Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so 
overall, I think the episode touches on two really valid points, which is that a snack foods, junk foods, they're really fun. They are very fun. But there is a biological reason why they are fun. Well, yeah. It's not just like the packaging and the uh, aesthetic of, oh, a crunchy chip that tastes well, like, like part whatever. part of it is that. Sure. Because they dove into um, going as far as like talking about the nostalgia with snacks and why they package the things that the way they do to kind of uh, key into that. Like, oh, I used to eat this as a kid and you want it again because it like just reminds you of those times when things were like carefree and you could have fun eating a snack. Just like the way it makes you feel and how sugar affects your endorphins and everything and how those fire off and the way it kind of affects your brain sort of like how a drug might like trigger different things and kind of give you a high and keep you wanting more. The other interesting thing that they dig into, which this is by no means groundbreaking. And I'm sure that anybody with, you know, knowledge of the world understands that there is sugar in everything. Oh yeah. But it's one of those things that it's really easy to overlook as much as, I am aware and, you know, I don't drink soda intentionally because I'm like, I don't want that, Mm -hmm. but I will gladly eat like a plate of general so's for dinner and it's nothing but sugar. (laughs) And there's like all of these other things where it's like, why, how have I been able to train my brain to be so good about some things, but to not be good about other things? Have you ever thought about that? What is your... I try not to think about it. (laughs) How about that? Uh, This girl loves a bed snack and a movie snack and just, just, just feed me snacks. I just want them. I know that it's not great. Um, I know that it doesn't entirely like make me the happiest person outside of that moment when I'm enjoying them. It makes you tired. Um... And she do be a sleepy girl. Um, I don't know. It's just snacks. Snacks. Yeah. The, the, I guess the question is, how do we find a healthy way to regulate these things? How do we still allow these things to be in our life and engage with them in a way that isn't so toxic seems like a harsh word to use, but that's the word I'm going to use. You know, I think that of the two of us thing to be like aware of it and maybe moderation, but well of the two of us and I don't want to throw you under the bus because you can, I don't care. I I just threw myself under the bus. She love a snack. Stacy is, has a lifelong sugar addiction. I'm uh, <laughs> Stacy is what I'm going to call a cheese enabler. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, I try really hard after a certain time to avoid the snack foods. Mm-hmm. And the issue is that I'm like, 
consistently inconsistent when it comes to this because I'll be <laughs> really good about it for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then all it takes is just like one Pringle and it's fucking game over. And like last night, like we, <laughs> was that last night that we ate another half a block of cheese or was that the was night that? before last? I don't remember. No, last night you got home and I like was just like, okay, I'm tired. Oh uh, yeah. So it would so have been it was the night before sure. that we watched but, that movie and crushed we were just some cheese. Sitting, I mean like it's cheese and crackers. <laughs> it's not the worst thing on planet earth, no. but it was also completely the two of us, unnecessary. But also it was between the two of us. So it's not like you're like crushing a block of cheese by yourself. It's still so unnecessary, (laughs) you know, and, and we had soup for dinner. I had soup for dinner. I made a healthy dinner. I made vegan split pea soup that didn't have any like sugar or like it had a little bit of oil that I like roasted or did my veggies up in, but like, didn't have anything bad in it. So like that was okay for me to have some cheese. I think it's more about half a, half a sleeve of Thin Mints before that probably wasn't <laughs> necessary, but cheese is fine. Okay. So, you know, a lot of this I think is going to be us just trying to uh, make assumptions about the way the body works and not know anything because neither of us are dietitians by any means. Right. But what I am interested in is obviously what you eat matters, Mm -hmm. but I'm very convinced on like when you eat, what you eat plays a big role. I mean, obviously you don't want to eat before bed because it doesn't digest right. And then you sleep like shit. I would imagine. Or is that that correct? I don't, we should have had a doc. Do we have any doctors? I don't know. I don't know any doctors. Um, All my friends are as fucking fucked as we are. When, Okay, so <laughs> this 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 is the thing that correct me if I'm wrong, but um back when I was super body conscious, um I wouldn't eat after 7 p.m. Um that being because your body needs to be active for so many hours before bedtime for your food to break down. Um and if you eat right before bed, um, then your body just kind of like takes that, accepts it as sugar and just stores it as fat um, because it thinks that like, okay, you, you don't need this right now. So I'm just going to store it away until you do. Um, so that's what that is. So are you saying... Like what, what do, do we want to your body? It just kind of goes into hibernation. So it's just kind of like, okay, you're going to go to sleep for the night. You're not going to use this for anything. So we're just going to tuck it away and we're going to squirrel it into your spots where that wants to collect and we'll use it tomorrow maybe, but then you're in taking the same amount of food tomorrow. So then that's what happens as far as like weight gain. Yeah, I I think that it's really interesting how I don't feel as though personally that my diet has changed a whole lot over the past few years, but I think obviously it has. I think it gradually has. I think just the fact of me having 
a few extra dollars to spend a day oh, sure. has given me the benefit of just unintentionally gaining more weight. And also, I don't know. I think it's a matter or two of just being active um, in the way that we should be because um, they recommend like 20 to 30 minutes of exercise per day yeah, or at least yeah. a couple of times a week. Um, I, I did notice that when it worked, whenever I stopped being on my feet so much, like uh-huh. screen printing and everything, and I started doing more desk work, mm-hmm. that was like when I really started to like notice me gaining the weight. Because I think the closest thing to exercise that I would have been getting every day was, getting was just running around the shop. being on your feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, 1,000%. Um, just from sitting and doing art, I've gotten softer. Like because I'm not running around a warehouse or running around doing retail and talking to people all day and exhausting myself. Like, so just as a matter of your environment. Now, as I sit here, like a real POS drinking a beer that I don't need to drink, (laughs) I really don't want the words that, I could not give a fuck less about ever exercising ever to come out of my mouth, but that's what's going to happen. I just genuinely don't. And however, I don't want to continue to gain weight. So we find ourselves in a bit of a pickle because also I'm not getting any younger. Right. I was just going to say that too, that like, you know, I'm not quite there yet, but every day I'm inching a little bit closer to the big four O. So we got to be kind of realistic about, you know, what's going on here, expiration dates and whatnot. And I just, I just don't know what I want to do. I'm very, I'm very conflicted about it. And, you know, in a lot of ways I am very, I guess self-conscious about it to some degree. I don't know. It's just weird. I just, I don't like it. I think it's not so much the appearance. I've just like noticed changes in the way that I feel like something as simple as like, it's a little bit harder for me to like wash my butt in the shower. <laughs> Like putting my arm around my back is harder because my body is wider than it used to be. And that's fucking weird. Or like if I sit down or if I move around, I feel like the weight of my body on my lungs in a way that I never felt before. And I could tell that it's all from me just putting on weight. And it's like, well, shit, this sucks. I hate the way I feel. I hate the way I feel when I'm playing shows. But like my brain, you know, if I want to do something, I will do it and nothing stops Mm -hmm. me from doing it. And even though I know that I should exercise, I just don't want to. And like, I, I, there's no answer for this. I'm not expecting you to give me an answer for this. I'm just being incredibly transparent about my feelings regarding this. I don't know what to tell myself. I really don't, you know, is there things that I could, stop doing to at least prevent any more of it to prevent the problem getting worse. Probably could probably not be drinking a beer right now. That'd probably be a good idea. No snack food late at night would probably be a good idea. 
in the food that I am eating, like what, what am I eating? You know, maybe let's not get Taco Bell for lunch anymore. That can't be good for you. Even if it's just fucking potatoes and cheese and a tortilla, I probably don't need to eat that many potatoes. I probably don't need to eat that much fried food. Potatoes break down as sugar too. Everything is sugar. Everything is sugar. <sighs> Those starches are ones you got to watch for, sir. Even though potato is my favorite food, they're, she, she's a sugar addict. I'm telling you. What do you propose we do? I don't know. About this. Do we do anything? I feel like it would be a lot easier for us to do something if we did it together, considering we eat a large chunk of our meals together. Not every single one of them, but a large chunk of them. We eat like currently we eat like dinner together. We eat dinner together, but like really I usually I get like lunch and dinner. I very rarely eat breakfast anymore. And then <laughs> But you get those samosa ham pies. Yeah, sometimes the, the samosa one, sometimes the spinach artichoke one. Do you one. save it until lunch or yeah. do you have it for breakfast? I eat it at lunch. Okay. And, you know, I probably don't need to be eating those every day. I mean, granted, they're not the worst thing for you, but it's, you know, it's, still, it's a lot of dough and butter. Right, I was going to say it's still bread and potatoes. Dough and butter and potatoes or oils or whatever. It's like so hard to find something that to some degree, isn't bad for you. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea is to just try not to eat so much at once. I'm also really bad at that. We went to the- I always I went have to, leftovers, so. I went to the Indian buffet with uh, my buddy Ben, AKA Labyrinthine, for those of you that know Ben. Um, we went to the buffet. He had one plate, like a respectable gentleman. <laughs> I had two. And to be completely honest with you, the only reason I didn't get more is because he only ate one plate and I felt embarrassed. <laughs> but it was more than enough food. Right. I just like have this thing where I'll do it here. Anytime I cook, I make way too much food and I'll eat all of it. I don't know. It's like, I can't stop consuming and I eat so fast that I don't even realize how much I'm eating. Maybe that's, that's another problem too. too is you should eat slower so that yeah. your body has time to like recognize how much you ate. That's a, that's a, a terrible habit. That's another thing too. I'm like almost completely cleared off my whole plate and Ben's and barely just kind of like yeah. gotten started but on that his. That happens with us too. Like I'm halfway through something and you're already done and checking emails. <laughs> I'm like, sup. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And I don't think that eating quick is necessarily good for you either in some way. It's not because it doesn't give your, it doesn't give your body time to recognize how much you consumed, um, or for gives, it doesn't give your body time to let the food expand in the way that it does. So you eat fast, you're able to fit more, sure. But like afterwards you might feel more tired and kind of like lethargic and like that full belly sensation a little bit later um, because you ate so quickly. The amount of times me and Stacy have left Mad Mex. Oh my God. Yeah. Like just straight. Just 
be ready to pop. Blow fish. Yeah. Just bubbles of burritos. Yeah. And that's without even like, I, I never finish my food there. I always have at least one taco and like half of my fries left over. Like, but I'm still somehow entirely too full from a Mad Max meal. Yeah. I, and that's even without an appetizer. Oh, if we get the pick a dip, it's game over. It's fucked. <laughs> it's game over. It's too much. It's too much. Why do we do this? Remember no, the couple the times time, the last time we went, I got the t- pick a dick, but is my meal because I wanted that. But I like knew yeah. that I was not going to be able to like have that and a meal. Every once in a while we get a little smart and we'll like, like for like recently ordering takeout instead right. of getting a whole hoagie, we've got half a hoagie and, and split, split it, it because that's plenty enough hoagie. Right. There's but then been times we also too when pizza. <laughs> we got six, we, but we got a six cut. That's true. I ate five of the cuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It is. You ate four. You ate one slice. Did I? Really? <laughs> I'm pretty I sure. Had one? Maybe you I had two. I had two. Did you have two? I thought I had two. <laughs> I was fully convinced I ate like. I thought I had two. I was totally convinced I ate uh, like 80% I don't of that I'm, pie. I'm pretty sure that I had two. I don't know, but that's the kind of shit. Like if we, it's like, I have to intentionally order a small pizza. Like if we would have ordered the eight cut, you still would have had two slices and I would have had six guaranteed. I would have eaten all of it. That's probably fair. But also on the flip, like if food isn't around, I can go for a really long time and not even think once about eating. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm like lost in the zone, it's not like, Oh, I need a snack. I need to do this. I don't think about it. But yeah. the second it's there, I'm like, this is all that my world is for 30 seconds. And then a pizza's gone. And then I'm like, how did that happen? It's like, you know, the, when they eat in the fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. And they're just like, the chickens. That's me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is like a, uh, maybe I'm dumping like a, food therapy session into your lap that you didn't (laughs) ask for. But what I'm trying to gather here is I think I need to, for me personally, and maybe we could do this together because Mm -hmm. I think I need you, Stacy, to help me out here. And I think that maybe this could benefit you as well, even though I'm the one with the problem. You, I mean, I pick like a bird all through the day just because if I don't eat, then I'll pass out. Yeah. Um, so I would say being more, I mean, obviously you got to be more conscious of what you're eating. That's, that's the, and then let's try to be more conscious. So we have to maybe be more conscious of what we're buying at the store. Yes. I think that if we didn't have snacks in the house, then it wouldn't be an issue so much. Yeah. We were a lot. And maybe if we did snacks, do more healthy snacks. It was a lot easier to not buy snacks when we were getting groceries delivered. Yeah. If we're at the store, you always find some shit that, oh, we should try this. Right. But <laughs> I I just, but I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know well, what to say. So we got to get better about grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Not buying too much. 
and then feeling like it's going to go bad. So we got to eat all of it. That's my, that's my fault. My fault. 100%. I don't think that things going bad is necessarily a problem. I think that the ingredients that we buy has been totally fine. Cause I always, anytime that you overbuy or whatever, I always try to find something to do with it. And I don't think that I'm, I like, I don't think that I'm bad at playing the make shit up game. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of like finding different things to make with different ingredients. If we feel like it's on the way out. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a problem. A lot of the time, whenever we buy stuff that's going to go bad, it's fresh produce too, which is good. Um, it's just like all of the boxes of mac and cheese and like the yeah, we probably, frozen shit that we buy. And we don't buy, we don't buy that much, too much frozen stuff. It's usually just like a processed, like meat alternative, but Which like that, it's not even necessarily a thing that we need to have all the time. Even like that stuff. I think I really want to try to get away from because there's no way any of that stuff is all that good for us. It's um, probably like fine, but like we don't need to have it all the time. I mean, I think that it's, yeah, no, I think that, the only thing out of any of that like beyond or impossible mm-hmm. stuff is like I'm not giving up my nuggets. Nuggies are great. Um, I really, really like the beyond sausages. I like them too. Those every once in a while would be fine. But maybe we don't need to have something like that for every meal. No, maybe I mean like we once don't. Or twice a week. Not even once or twice a week, right. you know. Um I think that there's been times when we've been a lot better about using recipes and cookbooks mm-hmm. that have like um, really helped us scale back the amount of stuff that we're using when we're cooking, especially me, because I think I tend to over sauce things or maybe use more butter or <laughs> oil than I need here. to. He's a saucy boy. Hey, you um, know, and it's just a combination of all of that stuff um, that would really I think help me in terms of we're at the store. Let's try our hardest to avoid the snack aisle. If it's not here, we can't eat it. Right. Um, the food that we are buying, having like a consistent plan of what we're going to do with that food, which we are actually pretty good about doing. Yeah. Thinking about. Lately, it's just kind of been more me buying groceries and figuring out what I want to do with it. And if I get a craving, I want to make it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of go through Lately, these interesting soup. <laughs> ebbs and flows where I do a ton of cooking and yeah. Stacy couldn't give two shits less. And then it flips. And then all of a sudden Stacy's in soup mode and which is fucking awesome. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I'm backing out of this one. I'm just gonna I'm not messing with a witch in her soup. She just wants a soup in her pot. That's mm-hmm. all. Just Sometimes you just got to buy a cabbage because it's cute. Um, (laughs) So what we're buying, how we're cooking it, how we're preparing it, and when we're eating, I think would be the next one. Trying Mm -hmm. to focus more on that. Now, we already mentioned, we really only have the opportunity to eat dinner together Mm -hmm. at most most nights. And we usually eat around, I'd say sometime between 6.30 and 7 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Which, hey, it's going to be 6.30 in eight minutes. Yeah. Are you hungry? I'm not particularly hungry. Not Did entirely. you eat anything today? I had a lemon bar and an oat 
lavender latte this morning. Okay. Um, trying to think if I had any snacks. I don't think I did. I had the previously mentioned Indian buffet mm-hmm. around two o'clock. That was, so that was only not even five hours ago. Yeah, and he had a coffee. And a coffee. So I'm feeling pretty okay. But moving on this path, when we're eating, how much I'm eating, I feel like if I can make this into some sort of um, overcomplicated scheme as if I'm like planning a trip to Universal or something, I'll probably really stick to it because that's the way my brain works. I feel like a lot of the time whenever we go out of town, we say that we're going to, there's always something that we want to like try. And then there's also always something that you want to try independently from what I'm getting. Um, But we always try to instill the idea that we're going to like get a meal and split it. Yeah. And then maybe get an appetizer too. And I don't feel like we always stick to that because I think that, well, I don't eat fish and Brian sometimes sees fish or tuna on a menu and he's just like, that's the one. And I'm like, but I can't have that. (laughs) This past weekend when I was in Georgia, I feel like I did a much better job with eating. Like when I was in the airport, I, uh, I got Pramani's before I got on the plane. Sure. And I only ate half my sandwich. I took the other half to Georgia Mm -hmm. and put it in my fridge. And it was my post show food, even though eating late at night is bad after a three hour gig. But also sometimes when you're doing a three hour gig, if you've had some drinks or something too, that's the other thing. He didn't drink this weekend. He had some coffee. Yeah. I didn't have any, I didn't have any beer at the event. Um, the places that I did eat, I don't think I finished my food in one sitting anywhere I was at Mm -hmm. this weekend. Um, and it was like fully intentional. I just, you know, I felt like I ate what I wanted to eat. Um, I didn't go for the second beer with the exception of when I was at three's brewery. I did have some beers there, but it was a lot better than what I have done in the past. I didn't feel as though I was overindulging. Threes is New York. It's this one. Oh, three, three, three taverns. Three taverns. Sorry. Not, not, not threes. Threes is New York. Oh gosh. Yes. Three taverns in Atlanta. Um, but then I fucked that all up today. Eating them two plates at the buffet. And like, I feel guilty but it's like, about that. It's fine to do that every once in a while. I feel like as long as you're not like doing it all the time. Yeah. I just, for me, it feels as like I'm already tapping back into this um, consistent inconsistency right. that I was talking about me having and really, really, really trying to get better about that. And like, I'm like very well aware. I'm like, Going up to the buffet to get another plate, telling myself, don't do this. And then I did it anyways. It's like like a fucking drug. But you also have that thing in your brain where you're just like, don't tell me what to do. I'll do what I want. Maybe there's a little bit of that. There's a lot of that. What is that voice all about? (laughs) 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 Uh, um, 
Now, do you think this is something that, you know, we can work on together? If I yell at you about eating snacks at night, are you going to get mad? Or should I just not care and let you do what you're going to do, but just ask you to hold me accountable? Like, because like, again, you're the, the cheese enabler. 1000%. Um, but I, or, think- or you'll be all like, we'll be like sitting down all comfy and you'll be like, I'm going to get a snack. And like, I'm like, I well, don't like, want a snack. Well, and then- like, I'll ask you because it's the polite thing to do. If you would like something too, while I'm up. Um, well, which wh- maybe makes it hard for you, but I don't want to be a jerk either. Well, that's why I'm wondering if maybe it would be better for the both of us. If you enabled some self-restraint for me. I, I could try. I could try. I'd say let's try it for like a week. But the the sad thing about that is there isn't even like seven days in a row where we're together anymore. Mm-mm. So maybe just at least the nights that we are together. Let's start tonight. Okay. When you get home from practice, I will have no snacks. <laughs> She's going to be cramming them. Oh, God. <laughs> Stacy eats all the chips in the cupboard. No, that's not true. I, I mean, honestly, that. to get rid of them probably wouldn't be the worst idea. I wouldn't do that. Um, I don't I don't have the room in my body to do that. We touched on the plant-based um, substitutes. Yeah. Which is funny because They're a lot just of- like ultra- process well a lot of this stuff they they call it plant-based but there's barely plants in it like what the fuck i don't even know what a lot of the time it's uh, like mushroom mill or some kind of thing that's from plants but it's hyper processed it's like x plant based i don't know mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a funny word to use but you know this stuff is marketed to us as being you know a healthier option and it's not really necessarily. I don't think it's a, a healthier, healthier option. option. I, I don't even know if it's an like a more environmentally friendly option. I don't know how much better it really is. It's in not. any way, They're, the reason why they were created is because it's a protein substitute. But what people don't understand and why it's become such a thing is that there's like there's protein in everything you eat, um, and a lot of the time like from meat eater standpoint like a lot of people are like well how do you get your protein if you don't consume meat and it's just like well there's other things that you can eat that isn't that um but i think that the reason why the plant-based like meat substitute market has gone off is because there's so many people that are trying to transition or come into a plant-based diet and they still like crave these flavors and these textures and things that they would get from animal protein. And they don't quite have the understanding that like you can get your protein from like vegetables and beans and different grains and things. 
Yeah. You just have to do your research. I think that trying to eat healthy as a pretty much a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 1000% we're trash can vegetarians. Yeah. Uh, I've, I, I think that I've never been a fan of the term pescatarian. And then I heard somebody use the term flexitarian and Ooh, I hated that even more. That? I think it's like, if you, it's almost like being, um, like fluid with your diet, no, you know, like you, you, you flex into those are like the assholes that think that chicken is your, you can still be a pescatarian and eat chicken. Sure. Like, no, that's poultry. Get the fuck out. Well, regardless, we definitely at home eat a 100% vegetarian diet. And I think that it's really, really hard to do that and not eat in a fucked up way because there's so much stuff that, you know, even if we try to be healthy, it could be really easy because there's potatoes that we mentioned before or bread or pasta, or, you know, we're using like maybe like, I mean, oils aren't bad for you, but if you're trying to avoid the potatoes, bread and pasta really aren't bad for you. It's just a matter of moderation because those are carbohydrates. And again, they break down as sugar, but your body needs a certain amount of sugar to be able to function. Um, So they're not bad for you per se. It's just the quantity that you eat and put in your body. Mm -hmm. I think that, getting a more healthy relationship with the amount of food that I eat when I eat it. And even outside of food, you know, getting into beverages, Mm -hmm. this beer shit ain't helping. The booze ain't helping. Not that I like drink a whole ton of booze. I like poured some whiskey last night before I went to bed and didn't even finish it. Yeah. There's a lot of money in that cup probably. Um, there was still like a shot in there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like trying to figure out like, what does my body want? I was like trying to drink it last night. And I was just like, I just don't want this. Why did I even pour this? So I think that's maybe heading in a good direction. There's been multiple times that I haven't even been able to finish beers Mm -hmm. recently. And you're like, we shouldn't waste the beer. I'm like, my body doesn't want it. I don't want to drink the other half of this. I'm right. not going to fucking drink it. So that was another one of those. Why even order it at we all? Then? Like out, right. You know? So it's like, I think that I need to, I feel like I'm pushing myself in the right direction. I just need to put more focus and purpose because right now it's very erratic. It doesn't really, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I'm just feeling like, well, I don't want that. So, I'm not going to have it, which is, that's probably a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but then I will also eat two plates of food at the Indian buffet and feel but guilty. But you didn't eat breakfast, so. Now, the point that I was trying to get at in regards to bringing up all of that um, plant-based stuff is, I wonder if there's anything else in our diet that, is something that we, that's something that's regular that could potentially be worse for us than we realize. Like, what's the deal with these flavored sparkling waters? 
there has to be something in them that isn't good for us. There's no way that yeah, they sure. could just be fine, right? I'm not certain. Because like you look at the fucking cans and it, it says- It doesn't like, really give you any information. Yeah, but this it tastes like something mm-hmm. and it does taste good. But what is in this that's making it taste? Like they always say like, naturally essenced or there's like some weird right, vocabulary. Like they, sugar. And yeah. Then there's like, but like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Cause like we drink a fuck ton of those. And if there's stuff in there that is like in other carbonated drinks that we don't drink. And if we're like, I don't want to say poisoning ourselves, but to some degree, like if we're just like drinking these weird chemicals that we shouldn't be drinking, yeah. should we dial it back on them? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, we don't vape, but like nobody knows what the fuck is in those things. And everybody's just like, let's vape. I'm not trying to say that like vape juice and flavored water are the same thing, but how do they do it? It's all weird chemicals that supposedly aren't bad for you. Someone's had to have done research on this. Cause this is like a new thing, right? Like five years ago, all of a sudden there was just every flavor of water. Knew it ish. Because I feel like there's also there's always been like seltzer water. Yeah, but the, it's way more but like prominent the now. Are, yeah, because I mean, like even um, Liquid Death just put out their sparkling waters that are f- the flavored ones. Okay. And but with their ones, they um, state that like yes, there are some like calories and things in this because we're using right. all natural like stuff. We're like using like agave calories. and stuff like that. It's like none of the weird chemical stuff that mm-hmm. other people were using. And then I read that and I trust liquid death in terms of them putting out like no bullshit product. Right. Um, I read that and then I say to myself, well, what are they talking about? What have I been drinking in all of these other fucking waters that we've right. been drinking for years? I don't know. Might don't be worth know. looking into. Maybe it doesn't matter. Like some kind of sweetener in them that like we haven't been yeah, there, uh, looking at ingredients or there anything. Absolutely has to be something in them. And, it, and if there is, then it's probably not great to be drinking those before we go to sleep or throughout the night. Like, you know, there'll be like one that's open and we wake up in the middle of the night and it's just like, Oh, let me drink the other half of this, you know, tropical cherry sparkling water. <laughs> and like, that's probably not doing us any favor, even though it's water. So we think that it's okay because it's water. Probably not. Let's just fucking go upstairs and throw everything. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about any of this? Anything to add? Stacy, I'm just trying not to be a crazy person and get too much in my head about it because there definitely was a point in time where like, like I, I, we've talked about some shit and I don't want to, I'm not going to bring it up on here. Just in terms of like your, um, past relationship Mm -hmm. with food. Yeah, no, we don't have to get into that at all. Um, and nor am I trying to make anyone get in their head about anything or make anybody feel bad about themselves or anything like I'm hoping here really that, you know, we can have this conversation with each other so we can be better to each other. So we can spend a lot more healthy and happy years together because, you know, I like you and I want you around for a bit. And I think that you want me around for a bit as well, not to 
put words in your mouth, but I would assume that that's the case. And um, I think that too, you know, this is stuff that I know a lot of people don't like talking about and it needs, this is stuff that people should probably talk about. Like, you know, this is the whole reason that you're able to do anything that you enjoy is because you have a body that allows you to function. Like even if it's, doesn't matter what it is, pottery, music, art, video games, NASCAR, soccer, curling, whatever. Your body has to work for you to be able to do everything that you enjoy. So I think having these conversations, especially if you're somebody that isn't like a fitness or a diet nerd or anything like that, you're just like a normal nerd. It's like really easy to overlook this stuff. I have forever. As I said, I have absolutely no interest in being like, you know, an exercise person or a gym person or any of that. But I do have a genuine interest in just making sure that I'm able to continue to do the things that I like to do. Because if I can't do what I like to do, then what's the point of being, you know, not to get too dark, but I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like, we, we all have stuff to do. I love you. Me too. So thanks, Jonathan. It's all Jonathan Van Ness's fault, but not really. It was a, a great episode. And again, I definitely suggest that everybody check out that show. Um, it's on Netflix. If you would like to watch it, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. And uh, the he, does, ep- he does talk about some less uh, difficult topics too. Um, there's a really fun one about bugs. Are they gross <laughs> or are they gorgeous? Yeah, the bugs episode um, is really cute. I really liked that one. Don't they eat bugs in that episode? Yeah. Yeah, there was like a whole, um, there's a whole section of that episode where they go to talk about a chef that's talking about like the future sustainability of bug protein, of bug proteins, which is, and that ties into yeah. what we were talking about so well. Um, I don't think that I particularly have any interest in eating a bug. Where are you at with the bug thing? I'm on a weird fence because that kind of still falls into eating meat. Mm. I like think- I've, I've turned down crunching on a cricket because <laughs> I consider that meat before. So what did you turn down? Crunching on a cricket. I'm thinking about, you remember uh, that song in Doug that was like banging on a trash can? <laughs> Drumming on a street light. Crunching on a cricket. <laughs> uh, I think for me, with the food and bugs, it would need to not look like a bug. I think there was some stuff that they had prepared. It was like a salsa or something. Yeah, or it was it just like, has like cricket protein in it. Yeah, it was just kind of like... There's you know. a woman here in Pittsburgh that was doing some things with like cricket protein. It was crickets to Betsy. Mm, I'm not familiar. There was a Ghoul on Ghoul episode with them. It's actually um, Tobin Stead, however you say their last name. Oh, really? Yeah. 
that was doing crickets to Betsy. Oh. They were exploring a lot of like baking with cricket protein. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think that that is a very interesting um, subject that a lot of people seem to think is going to be like really a part of our future. And we watched that movie the other night on Netflix too. Yeah. What was it? Bad Bug? Big Bug? It was called The Big Bug. Big Bug. Um, It was about uh, in like 2045, like AI was trying to take over and some wild shit happened. And it was a super fun movie. You should watch it. The colors were amazing. The aesthetic was amazing. The design in that movie, amazing. It was a foreign film that was dubbed over, which kind of was just like, but still very fun. Yeah, it was a good movie. It seemed like it looks like a very expensive movie. Right. It was super goofy and horny. Yeah, like. super horny. <laughs> uh, there's uh, like a, a running theme in that movie though is like everybody's coming to this one person's house. Right. And like as a housewarming thing, like, you know, like can I get you like what? a yeah, water like or anything like that? It was like, can I get you like a, like a, like a cricket She's, or yeah. something? Yeah. She would come the, the, their like robot maid housekeeper nanny lady um, would greet you basically when you came through the door and ask you if you wanted something to drink or a snack. And one of the um, one of the snack items that she had was roasted crickets um, or a hard boiled egg. <laughs> so yeah, pretty Brian much. Brian would say no to both of those. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe one day we can talk about how I like how to love <laughs> eggs and almost think that they're the most disgusting things in the world simultaneously. <laughs> but apparently in the future, all we're going to eat is bugs and eggs, which wouldn't surprise me. Those are snack items. Wouldn't surprise me by any means. I mean, from a production standpoint, the idea of, using crickets for protein makes a lot of sense because they are probably incredibly easy to farm Mm -hmm. and manufacture loud, I would imagine, but you know, easy to gather up and easy to smush and mash and do whatever you need to do versus like just the amount of like, landscape that um you need for cattle farming or for pigs or any of those other things it's just a lot of a lot of land that is taken up for you know i mean you probably get a good amount of meat out of one animal but the amount of a lot of crickets a, or other bugs that you could fit in that same plot would probably feed a lot more people. You can get a lot of meat out of an animal, but the amount of waste that also comes from that processing mm-hmm. of meat that occurs is what makes it bad. Yeah, I think the the amount of waste that comes from processing anything is a really big issue. Mm-hmm. Um not to steer away from like now saying that crickets are bad but there's a lot of people too now that are like a lot of the time you'll purchase crickets to feed your reptilian friends Mm. 
And there's a lot of people that are steering away from that now and doing more like dubia roaches and different other like plant or like bug alternatives because they're now discovering that crickets um, can discover can like sometimes they can harbor like bad parasites. Mm. I don't know if they're harmful to humans or if they're just harmful to our reptilian friends. I I think that no matter what, if you're eating something that that was alive, there's a risk, you know, like if you eat um, bad beef or bad fish or a bad cricket. Or the reason why we don't eat rats. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I know that, again, I feel like we're bringing up so many terrible things, but you have experience with bad rats and a a previous pet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm only bringing that up really just to solidify the point, not to, you know, talk about it. Um, But yeah, these are all like very super duper real things. And I think it's interesting that there are people that are trying to figure out a way to solve it, but like, do do you solve it? You know, I think that maybe is there too much energy that's put into trying to extend our shelf life when maybe we should just accept that we are temporary to some degree and, you know, chasing this pseudo fountain of youth is maybe not the healthiest thing to do mentally if you take it too far in the same way that throwing in the towel and just letting yourself become job of the hut isn't mentally a good thing either. There has to be somewhere in the middle and that's like, that's where I want to be. You know, I just want to be happy and I am happy. I'm just a little physically uncomfortable, which makes me a little unhappy. That's fair. I'm not depressed, but I feel if I don't do something about it, especially now after publicly putting myself on blast over this, you know, maybe that's another part of the reason why I wanted to do this. I like want to like not only like hold myself accountable to myself and to you, but to anybody that might hear this. You know, I, I, even though I'm not the worst by far, not in the worst position that, you know, I could be in it's, it wouldn't be that hard for it to get way worse really quick. It really wouldn't be that hard. You know, just a couple weeks of saying, fuck it. And then I could probably do damage to my body that I would never be able to fix. Yeah. Not saying that I would do that, but I could, we're very fragile beings, you know? So this was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to thank everyone for hanging out today. I know this was a little bit of a heavier episode, but again, I explained why I wanted to have this conversation. I hope you're okay with having this conversation. I guess I kind of just threw it at you. Um, And also I want to show that even though the show for the time being is going to just be me and Stacy. This is a dynamic podcast. It doesn't have to be all, all, 
all fun and games and Disney and Harry Potter. We can get serious. You know, even if there is still a little bit of Jonathan Van Ness sprinkled in there. <laughs> we love a Jonathan. Of course. How how can you not? I um I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. We didn't bring up anything that I thought would be a fun segue uh-uh. for the next conversation, but that is totally okay. We can come up with something in hell. It doesn't have to just be me. What would you want to talk about? Do you have anything that you think would be fun to do a podcast about? No, I gotta think about it. Well, why don't you think about it and let me know, you know, we can do something fashion oriented. We could talk about the struggles. If I don't know if, if you have this, anybody here thinks that like I fashionable at all. <laughs> well, no, listen. Any of these. Anybody anybody that has ever seen Stacy or has known Stacy for a while knows that Stacy can be one fierce vixen. Terrible wording, but you know what I meant. You know how to look good. And I do think you have a good taste of fashion when you put in the effort. And I think that I can do that as well. But I think that it's interesting as somebody coming out of an alternative subculture, you know, goth, dark, rock, aesthetic. It's not always the easiest aesthetic to mature in gracefully, if that makes sense. It's really really easy, I think, you know, to get into your 30s and still dress like an 18 year old without realizing it. Do you think that I dress like an 18 year old I without don't, realizing it? I don't think that you dress like an 18 year old at all, but I do know that we know people who kind of do great people. No, no shade, but it's, I think it could be an interesting conversation of just like aging in general as like a kid that likes maturing obnoxious style. maturing. It's like, cause I feel like our cores or like, you know, this like creativity and nostalgia and pop culture and art and music and all of these things that shaped us. And those are all like inherently kind of like adolescent things or somewhat immature to some degree, at least the stuff that we know? like. They, they could know? be viewed as that. Okay. You know, like I'm sure there are some people that we could sit down in front of and try to explain to them why Encanto or fucking Cruella or any of that like stuff, like family friendly entertainment, right? That we enjoy. You know, I think a lot of that could be viewed as like, why are you watching that stuff? You don't have kids. Why do you like going to Disney? You know, like, we kind of talked about the psychology of that in those episodes before. There's a lot of stuff. Um, there, there's a lot. There's I mean, a lot that still appeals. The answer to is just it, it it's it's what makes me happy, you know. Right. And you know, some of the first people that made comic books were older men at the time that they made them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like any of this is really even that new or different if you think about it. But perhaps those are all. Topic points for another time. True. 
And also, if you're questioning why you're still watching it as an adult and those things are for kids, then maybe that's a question you should be asking yourself, sirs. Yeah. You tell them, Stacy. You gotta cater to your inner child sometimes and appreciate art as an art form and not necessarily as just like, oh, well, like animations for kids. Because it's not always. Sure. And humor is fun. Not all animation is for children and not every potato chip is going to kill you. That's uh, true. Not all potato chips taste good. That's true. Least favorite potato chip. Go. Oh, God. Uh, what were those ones that we had that were bad? <laughs> we had bad potato chips? There were ones that were just lit. Were they like actually potato chips? Were they made out of like, was it like one of those like. No, there was definitely a this kale is like chip. Air, that, air, uh, the kale there chips. was a kale chip that tasted like a foot, like yeah. an old dirty gym sock. Don't ever have it. Yeah, those were gross. Um, but this was actually but a potato chip. There was an actual chip. potato chip. I can't remember what it Those uh Those Thanksgiving dinner ones that were at <laughs> Trader Joe or Trader, Trader Joe's. Is that where it was? Sure. Oh, gross. <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. Nasty, 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 nasty. It just tasted like turkey fat and I wanted to vomit all over the place. Don't do it. I hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, some just of had the- a golem moment, like keep your nasty chips. <laughs> yeah, some of these like, these, I feel like it's a little bold sometimes with these weird potato chips because it's one thing if it's like a jelly bean, right? And right. like you get like a mixed bag of jelly beans and there's a couple funny flavors and that's it. You move on. Sure. If you buy a bag of chips that are weird, you're, you're stuck with an entire bag of fucking I chips. We'll just throw them away. Try to pawn them off on a friend who likes weird shit, have them try it. And then if they don't like it, then that's, that snack is fucked and it needs to go in the trash. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I think that about says it all. Gross. I would say let's wrap this one up. Okay. I need to go to band practice. Have fun at band practice and doing the yellings and stuff. And you got to do some Stacy things. Do whatever Stacy's doing, I don't know. Involves at the moment. Um, somehow a mess is made, art happens, and then a mess is cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what happens. <laughs> so, uh, well, um, until the next time we see you, Brian, this is Stacy. Hi. This has been Start the Beat or Stop the Eats, maybe. <laughs> oh, but, <aw. laughs> I'm kidding. Start the Eats coming soon, the cooking show. Uh, yeah, we'll figure that one out. I'm sure there will be lots of healthy cooking there. First episode, sloppy juice. <laughs> if you're doing it. I do. It's my show. I'm going to do the first you're one. Just like, I'm going to do sloppy juice. I do want to do sloppy juice. And then you know. could do one. What are you going to do? I don't know yet. Fried tofu, soup. I do love curry. soup. I do love a curry. I'm good at all of those things. Curry requires a lot of butter. Uh, anyway, we're getting sidetracked again. That, my love, is a secret. A, no, it's not a secret. It's just a process. I know. 
I think people need to see it. So it might be one of those things that like you would have to film little bits of it over a course of like three days. That's fine. Because that's what it is. That's fine. Um, so that will not be like one situation where like, maybe you can make like a whole episode out of it, but like, it will be a three day process. That's fine. That's fine. We'll get there. We're, uh, you know, we're, we're rambling. We appreciate all of you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Share this with some friends, like subscribe, join our Patreon. We don't have a Patreon. Uh, that's about it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>